Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's Saturday the 30th of September. I'm Kira Evans and this was a week that saw Rishi and HS2 hot water. Suella Braverman criticized by the UN. Republicans begin a Biden inquiry and the death of a Harry Potter star. Grab a cup of something hot, put up your feet, and get up to speed on the seven biggest stories of the week. This is the standout seven from the small seven. It's news, but not the news. This week has been dominated by the HS2. That's the high-speed rail line which was supposed to run from London to Manchester. But now the northern leg, which was due to run from Birmingham to Manchester, could be scrapped entirely in an attempt to save around £35 billion. The project has been under construction since 2020, but was first proposed in 2013 and has already been cut back several times as costs escalated. It's been a week of speculation and it's understood PM Rishi Sunak met with Chancellor Jeremy Hunt this week to discuss the project's future. Manchester Mayor Andy Burnham isn't happy at the proposed cutback. Why is it that people in the north are always forced to choose? Why are we always treated as second-class citizens when it comes to transport? This was the parliament when they said they would level us up. Jürgen Mayer from Northern Powerhouse says that without the northern leg, the HS2 becomes a massive waste of cash. We would end up with the most useless and most expensive piece of high-speed line in the whole of Europe. A small section of high-speed too going from Birmingham, not even to London, costing an absolute fortune. As the discussion raged on all week, the Times reported that PM Rishi Sunak had become concerned by escalating costs and that he described HS2 bosses as kids with a golden credit card. Five Labour Metro mayors met in Leeds to make their feelings clear that the northern leg of the high-speed line needs to be built. Mayor of London, City Khan, said high-quality transport is necessary for levelling up. It's incredibly important for uh, the West Midlands, the East Midlands and the uh, North. You simply will not get uh, levelling up without investment in high-quality transport infrastructure. Labour also sent an open letter to Rishi pointing out that he'd been responsible for the costs of HS2 for the last four years. But Secretary of State for Culture and Media Lucy Fraser says the government is doing its job. It's the responsibility of the government to you know, keep all projects under consideration. That's what the Chancellor is doing. He is looking at you know, a whole range of projects to make sure that they're value for money. It seemed as though Rishi had been working really hard to shake off the inaction man nickname that Keir Starmer landed on him two weeks ago. Since then, we've seen a flurry of activity rolling back net zero deadlines, firing ahead on the new oil field, proposing a scrapping of inheritance tax and, of course, the HS2 drama. Even with no firm announcement on Thursday, for reasons best known to himself, Inaction Man decided to do a round of BBC local radio interviews on Thursday. It went about as well as you might expect when Anna Jemson from BBC Manchester took the call. Actually, one of the journeys that people use most, it's on in their cars, making sure that the roads are free of potholes. That's probably priority number one that people about- raise. People want to know about the future of HS2 and still now you can't give me a yes or a no and you're the man in control. Labour's Deputy National Campaign Coordinator Ali Reeves told Kay Burley on Sky News that Rishi needs to make his mind up. The Prime Minister needs to come clean. At the moment we're in the dark about the costs, how much has already been spent and what what more is uh, So you might not be able to afford it.
Home Secretary Suella Braverman headed to Washington on Tuesday. She gave a speech on refugees at the American Enterprise Institute in a move that some saw as her opening bid to be the next Tory leader. The speech recycled some of the stop the small boat rhetoric she's used before but escalated matters by claiming illegal migration poses an existential challenge to the institutions of the West. She says the UN's 1951 Convention on Refugees needs to be reformed and redefined. Where individuals are being persecuted, it is right that we offer sanctuary. But we will not be able to sustain an asylum system if, in effect, simply being gay or fearful of discrimination in your country of origin is sufficient to qualify for protection. Her speech was immediately condemned by the UNHCR and by Amnesty International, who accused her of cynicism and xenophobia. Labour shadow Home Secretary Yvette Cooper also condemned the speech and accused Braverman of trying to divert action from the Tories' failure to process asylum applications. To try and target uh, lesbian and gay people is just trying to distract people from her own failure, where she should instead be getting a grip rather than ramping up the rhetoric and focusing on her failure to tackle the criminal gangs. Labour Annalise Dodds said they have a clear plan to tackle the backlog and resolve the issues here at home. We think it's really important that we've got a system that's fair and that's firm as well. We don't have either under the Conservatives. Ukraine is planning to intensify attacks in Crimea following a successful long-range strike on Russia's Black Sea Fleet last week, which damaged their headquarters. It comes after US President Biden promised to send Ukraine more long-range missiles, known as attackums. This was clearly irking Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov. He said Ukraine is a puppet on a string in a Western war against Russia. The fact is, the West are the ones actually fighting against us with the hands and bodies of Ukrainians. I think everyone who is even the slightest bit interested knows very well that the Americans and the British are the ones fighting. With some cracks showing in the pro-Ukraine alliance and arguments in the US Republican Party about future defence spending, there's been a sense of urgency in President Zelensky's latest pleas for support. But German Foreign Minister Annalena Baerbock spoke to CNN and she says that Europe and the UN are not going to waver. Many, many countries around the world see this is not only about Ukraine, this is not only about peace in Europe. If we allow one dictator to overrule all our peaceful rights, this will be the end of peaceful cooperation in the world. There were red faces in Canada this week after an unfortunate incident which saw members of Parliament give not one but two standing ovations to a 98-year-old Ukrainian man. That's led to the resignation of the Speaker of the Canadian Parliament. Anthony Rota stepped down after he invited the man who actually fought with the Nazis in World War II to an event with President Zelensky. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau didn't sound too impressed. Speaker has uh, acknowledged his mistake uh, and has apologised. Uh, But this is something that is deeply embarrassing to the Parliament of Canada and, by extension, to all Canadians. Meanwhile, new Ukrainian Defence Minister Rostam Omarov made an appearance on CNN with a familiar plea. At this stage, we need more weapons to make the game change. When HIMARS arrived, we made a progress. When tanks came, we made a progress. And soon, hopefully, the jets will come and we will make progress. Thursday was a busy day in Kyiv as NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg, along with the French and English Defence Minister's a surprise visit. The NATO boss brought good news too as he announced a new 2.4 billion euro contract for ammunition that would allow NATO countries to replenish their stockpiles and continue to supply Ukraine. At a joint press conference, President Zelensky continued to make Ukraine's case for NATO membership and Stoltenberg was full of praise for the progress Ukraine is making in its current offensive. Today your forces are moving forward. 
They face fierce fighting, but they are gradually gaining ground. Every meter that Ukrainian forces regains is a meter that Russia loses. Thursday also saw good news for Ukrainian refugees scattered across Europe as the EU has extended their right to stay in its member countries until March 2025. Grant Shapps was making his first visit to Kyiv in his new role as Secretary for Defence and he spoke with President Zelensky and discussed improving air defences and reinforced the UK's continued support. Essential show uh, with you and we feel your pain of what's happened and we want to see a resolution which is the resolution that you want to require. Tuesday saw a New York judge rule that Donald Trump had repeatedly exaggerated his wealth and committed fraud as he built his real estate empire. That sets up a civil trial next week to assess what penalties Trump should face. Meanwhile, Joe Biden lived up to his word as he flew to Michigan to join the striking workers on the picket line. Members of the United Auto Workers have been on strike at three major car manufacturers since early September. They're looking for a restoration of paying conditions that were cut when Obama's government had to bail out the auto industry. Biden is firmly a union man and he was happy to make history as a first First president to pick up the megaphone. Wall Street didn't build the country, the middle class built the country. Built the middle class. That's a fact. So let's keep going. You deserve what you've earned, and you've earned a hell of a lot more than you're getting paid now. The US government is heading towards a shutdown on October 1st. That's largely because House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has been unable to control his own Republican side, as extreme MAGA right-wingers are refusing to pass any bill at all. Donald Trump has also been calling for a shutdown, even though it would leave hundreds of thousands of federal workers in the lurch. Congressman Ted Lieu, a Democrat from California, says it's really all down to McCarthy and his failure to deliver. We got here because Speaker Kevin McCarthy went back on his word. He reneged on a deal that he made with President Biden just a few months after he consummated that deal. How do we, the American people, trust Kevin McCarthy if he simply goes back on a deal that was put into law. With no sign of progress, the US government started notifying federal workers on Thursday that they should prepare for a shutdown. Republicans seemed unconcerned as they were busy beginning an impeachment inquiry against Joe Biden. It didn't go well as Democrats systematically demolished the flimsy evidence offered of any sign of Biden's supposed corruption. Congressman Jamie Raskin, who led the impeachment of Donald Trump, pointed out that the whole inquiry seems to be a circus. If the Republicans had a smoking gun or even a dripping water pistol, they would be presenting it today, but they've got nothing on Joe Biden. Still to come on the standout seven, Ed Davies got some dad jokes and tributes to an acting legend. Right after this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. Conference season has begun with the Lib Dems in Bournemouth, the Tories heading to Manchester at the weekend and Labour in Liverpool the week after. Lib Dem leader Ed Davey gave his speech on Tuesday afternoon and opened with one of his trademark dad jokes after a complaint from a Lib Dem member who took offence after Ed called the Tories clowns. Let me take this opportunity to apologise to the whole clowning community. I'm sorry I used the wrong C word. So let me, let me try again. 
It's time to get these Conservatives out of number 10. He also had some more serious points to make, including a pledge to make cancer treatment within two months of diagnosis a legal right. He was also fiercely critical of the way the current government have run the NHS and listed the many failures that have led to record waiting times. The Conservatives have broken promise after promise on the NHS. All a total con. Perhaps there should be a warning on the ballot paper. Voting Conservative is bad for your health. After 146 days on the picket lines, the Writers Guild of America has finally reached an agreement with the studios and streamers. It's a three-year deal that the negotiators on the writer's side are calling exceptional. It includes new rules which say AI can't be used to write script, better minimum pay rates and a commitment to more transparency on streaming numbers. The end of the strike will see late-night TV shows like Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon back on screens next week, although the Screen Actors Guild remain on strike. The final vote is underway, but the mood is of celebration already with Olga Lexel, who's written for Cobra Kai and the umbrella delighted at the news. I mean, I literally feel like we just won the Super Bowl. I've never been this excited in my life. I alternate between crying and laughing hysterically. Um, I'm just so excited to get back to work. Thursday saw the death of Irish-born actor Sir Michael Gambon. He passed away peacefully after a bout of pneumonia at the age of 82. He was perhaps most widely known as Dumbledore in six of the eight Harry Potter movies, but he had a huge range as an actor and was successful on stage, screen and television. He won many awards, including three Olivier Awards, four BAFTAs and had two Emmy nominations. Born in Dublin, his family moved to the UK after the Second World War and he started his stage acting career with Laurence Olivier. He was a famous storyteller and entertainer, although he professed to hate being interviewed. This appearance on Top Gear became an instant classic. Rest in peace, Michael. I hate interviews, so I just tell lies. The man said, you played Oscar, I played Oscar Wilde. He said, did you find that difficult? I said, I said no, I didn't. He said, what about the homosexuality? So that annoyed me, you know, and I said, uh, well, I found that very easy because I used to be a homosexual. <laughs> and he was so thick, you know, he said, I said, but I was forced to give it up. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes and we'll give you the world. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.